oceans. Two oceans will begin. What is this? I don't understand. Is it modern? Majesty, the uh, head directory, he has removed Unabaletto that would have occurred at this place. Why? It is your regulation, sir. No ballet in your opera. Salieri. Do you like this? not a question of liking, Majesty. Your own law decrees it, I'm afraid. Well, look at them. No, no, no. This is nonsense. Let me see the scene with the music. But, sir, oblige me. Welcome to the Two Oceans Podcast, where myself, Sue Fire, along with my friend and irascible colleague, Scrumpy, discuss film and other media through a decades-long lens of mass media consumption. In this episode, we'll be looking at rotten apples on pedestals, the classics which we feel haven't earned their place at the table of great cinema. This is the Two Oceans Podcast, and so sit back and enjoy as we employ the five-point palm-exploding heart technique on icons of cinema, which have catfished us over the years, in what is episode three. And we've started recording. Excellent. <laughs> you know, those old, like, silver covers, you know, uh, Clash or something that you'd get in those big banquet scenes, you know, the kind oh, yeah. that promise like some amazing centerpiece to the feast. Well, the movies on my list are like that, except that when you lift the cover, <laughs> you don't get a succulent turkey or some amazing dish. You get like an empty peanut shell. It's like using the word like behold in front of something like a dirty candy corn mm-hmm. or behold and lifting the lid to the toilet seat to reveal a cigarette and a floater or something. I, I get it. Uh, yeah, I'm so I, I, picked, I picked about, I picked four. Um, so are we ready to beat this pinata and see what's inside? Yes, please. Let's. Uh, what's your first choice for the chopping block? I have, well, I have five kind of, but the one is kind of a, a given that uh, I don't necessarily want to, uh, uh, thread too much on and it's the prequels and i don't even have to say what franchise they're for i can just say the prequels (laughs) and we know what we're talking about they're just uh, i mean the the thing and the thing i'm bumping into and i think it's something we we started with the genesis of this podcast in particular is that a lot of the people writing film reviews articles in-depth essays things like that were raised on the prequels and so for them that's their thing so it's like it's hard to begrudge them that because it's like okay we had the originals you had this we had awesomeness you had garbage um well i mean dave filoni did go some way to to you know sprinkling glitter on that turd um oh my god yes he does i mean he he, he thinks it's this great story i'm like okay dude you, you're in charge now you don't have to kiss up to lucas anymore Come on. <laughs> let's just move on shall we and i think uh uh, uh, I think they did with the uh, in the Kenobi series. I think they did a lot to try to fix uh, at least some of the problem. But there's only so much you can do, right? There is only so much glitter in the world. Uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, uh, but you know, by the same so, by the same token, though, uh, there's a whole thing, and and we won't get into it too much for what we're doing. I think, but the toxic fan base ness that there are certain triggers and. Um, you know, you start well, you kind of all the time, don't you? Like, yeah, you know, the, the the backlash to practically everything. You know, to, the, to the basically any decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, uh, you know, just running that risk of you know joining that chorus or at least echoing. Right. Um, I know uh, there was recently a, a 
in an interview we did, Simon Pegg kind of apologized for some of his bits that he did in Spaced. Right. This is when his yeah. character went off on Jar Jar and that. And yeah. I thought that was a, a healthy kind of, you know, mature way to, to look at it. But, you know, also I think, you know, because he's mm. been involved in the series now, you know, as an actor, I imagine there's a little uh, career, uh, you know, first aid there a bit perhaps. But, you know, uh, you, but you, by the you same point. know the people. Yeah, exactly. It's difficult, isn't it? You know? And, you know, it's that whole thing. It's like, okay, you know, I'll put that caveat here for all these that we'll mention that we'll talk about. There are a lot of people that put in a lot of hard work and effort into yeah. making a lot of these and it's basically, it's not their fault. Uh, no, no, no. And it's our, our opinions are subjective. So, you know, absolutely. there's no right or wrong. So I think ideally what we're just trying to, you know, put the stake in the ground and I don't know, uh, invite hate comments or whatever <laughs> is when we feel like a movie is completely unjustified in its adoration. And for, and for me, that's the prequels to an extent. But again, the fact that there were so many, you know, young, impressionable people that you had no other context. So this is what you had. So it's tough for me to say, you know, I, I'll still say they're unwatchable garbage, which they are, because I've tried to watch them again. Um, but I, I, I give it this caveat of like, but I'm not going to crucify anyone or hold them to the you know, feet to the coals sort of thing. I, I would uh, say the same thing about everything I've I've chosen as well is... Part of it is I don't understand what people find appealing about the choices I have on my list. Right, and there's some some really respected people who, who who think they're terrific, and you know I I have tried, um, I just haven't been able to sort of understand it. But going back to the prequels, though, you know what the prequels feel like to me? Hmm. It's like a, 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 after Return of the Jedi, George Lucas sat down, started writing notes and notes and notes about all his ideas. And at no point did he either edit those or focus on decide what's 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 the focus, what is central to the story, and focus on that in the movies because they're all over the place. You yeah. know, um, there was no one around him to say no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think even before the prequels were released, when well, mm-hmm. Phantom Menace, he did a screening at his house and he had. You know, people like Scorsese and Spielberg and various others. And um, this was before it was released. And they were saying, you know, quite positive things about it, which I think, you know, uh, it's it's a bit like when your friend, you know, asks you, you know, oh, how's the meal? <laughs> you know, oh, it's <laughs> delicious, you know. Um, which is funny I, yeah. because there's the story that when he screened uh, an early cut of Star Wars for his friends, they all just said, oh, George, right. I'm so sorry. That's a really good it's point. Like, yeah. you know, where he's at stature-wise and what, you know, the typical Hollywood kind of response, right? Just uh, uh, form over substance. So what's your uh, what's your first proper pick? So first, uh, and again, it's kind of funny, the one thing these films all have in common is that they're all uh, made by what I would consider some very good filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the first one up is... Uh, from our childhood, and I rejected it then as I reject it now, E.T. Oh, really? Wow. I hate E.T. for so many reasons. First and foremost being alien invasion movies, alien visitation movies, they are not friendly. That's just a core (laughs) of cinematic storytelling. You want to make a happy story, write it down, make it a children's book, that's great. But you, you you want something, an alien visitor comes and you know, and he's got this, uh, uh, you know, magical aura about him. It's radioactive. It's going to kill everyone around him. Everybody, you know, I want a sequel where everyone's dead of cancer, uh, you know, now or something. Just because, oh, it, it, and the fact that E.T. Then, to the cancer turns oh, black. <laughs> oh, the, uh, uh, the fact, too, when he released it on, uh, the, you oversaw the home video release later or the anniversary, mm. cut, whatever it was, and replaced the FBI agents, uh, M16s with walkie talkies digitally too, was just, I mean, wow. You're just doubling down on the stupidity and the, the awfulness of this. Cause then it's like, cause then it's, it, and it's the thing problem I have with Jurassic Park too. Uh, uh, there's no threat. The children or the right. kids are threatened, but never in danger. 
mm. uh, or in danger, but never really threatened, you know, that sort of thing, you know, the kids are always going to be fine yeah. versus a Del Toro yeah. movie or something like that. Oh, kids are dead. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. They're all going to die. <laughs> uh, kind of, <laughs> you know, you're like, yay. Cause at least that's holding on to something that seems a little bit more legit. And again, alien invasion movie, the aliens are not friendly. Just that's, you can't have that. That's wrong. That's just, I'm, I'm trying to remember if we actually saw that, uh, we went together to the group to go see E.T. I think um, so, because I think it may have been you. Yeah. It was definitely me. It may have been you and I that were yelling at it because basically, you know, leaving E.T. to die at the end. It's like, yes, don't <laughs> resurrect him. Let him die there. Let, let that be the point. And then it, and then the proper invasion movie will start, right? Oh, they killed one of our own. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would have been that's, a, that's an interesting twist. Yeah, that'd be great. Speaking of what was it? What was it? Or was it uh, just on that the, the follow up on it? Was it uh, Robot Chicken or Family Guy? One of them did the thing where it was like, "What happens after ET gets on the ship?" Yeah, and it turns out he's like the the idiot, the slow, like the dumb alien, <laughs> and they're all just making fun of him because he can't talk, and you know, it's just you know, awful right. in ableist uh, terms, but also kind of hilarious. In fact, it's like, no, there's nothing endearing about him. He's just this. We got we got stuck with the trash. You know, kind of idea. And that's what it feels like. The And, you know, the kids, and the glow, again, good performances. The effects are amazing. You know, E.T. as a, as a uh, practical effect, you know, go back yep. to our earlier conversation. Amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing yeah. robot work on it. You know, there's so many things. Like, and it's Spielberg, for crying out loud. But, yeah. you know, he did, I mean, uh, uh, at least with Close Encounters, there was menace, right? There's, you don't know what's going to happen. And it could have gone really bad. If it wasn't for Francois Truffaut, it could have been really bad. Uh, well, well we, even, even at the end of the movie, it's not entirely clear what's going on. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's still the ship. Mm-hmm. It's mysterious. We don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no translator. Um, you know, what does that mean? Exactly. <laughs> We're hungry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we need women. Something. You know? <laughs> I mean, I I, I don't have uh, have uh, uh, a hate for ET, um, but but I think Inc., because when I went through my list, I went through the American Film Institute top one hundred and mm-hmm. the British Film Institute top one hundred just to find something that is you know held on a pedestal. ET's in there, and I don't think it should be. Oh no! <laughs> uh, so, so, so. I mean, the American Film Institute one is is weird because it's 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 it, and and maybe this sounds like it makes sense. Um, it's it's all American films, but it 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 doesn't say that. It just says like the greatest films ever made. Of course. Um, well, whereas America, the British. Well, yeah, yeah. And the Brit- <laughs> British Film Institute is mostly, you know, there are probably more American movies on that list than British. And then the majority of the movies are, you know, foreign language movies on top of that. Um, but yeah, s- seeing E.T. in there was, it, it, yeah, there were a few things about the AFI list that makes me wonder yeah. who's who's voting on that. Who's really <laughs> voting, exactly. And oh, this final point <clears throat> I'll put out, again, to my point about Alien Invasion, The Thing came out the same year. Right. And that right. is how you do an alien visitation movie. Just oh, you know, yeah. Those those came out in the same summer. Yeah. <laughs> Literally like three months apart. Well, that's something else I looked at. Yeah. And all the the movies on my list, I had a look to see what else came out during that year that has kind of got forgotten. And they're all amazing movies, uh, which which really annoys me. Um, <laughs> well, what do you got yeah. uh, on your list first? Well, the, the the first one uh on my list is the graduate oh i just don't think time did this any favors from you know like the casting of quotes teenagers uh <laughs> to, the, to, to what, I, what i think is a really sort of saccharine ending um it just feels like escapism that hit the right at the right time you know there's vietnam war and all this and the world wanted uh distraction um at, i mean the first half of the movie works for me mm-hmm. but then it, it 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 it's sort of rebelling and then it sort of concedes and then turns into your usual sort of disney ending you know uh and i i think that's 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 part of the problem that i have with it uh on the plus side that year in the oscars um it lost out to in the heat of the night, so uh, oh. it, it, okay. it didn't actually, you know, 
<laughs> annoyingly win. I mean, the Oscars seemed to have been a better caliber at that time. During the year, The Graduate, there was, um, I think, uh, up for the running was Bonnie and Clyde. Guess who's coming to dinner in the heat of the night? Which one? The Graduate and uh, Dr. Doolittle. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there's... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it, there, there's. I, I had a had a look at it, and yeah, there, there, were, there were only a couple of reviewers and critics who, who, who were really kind of like mm, on this. Uh, Pauline Kale, who you know is is just terrific. I just find it funny. <laughs> Great quote. Yeah, yeah. When she loves something, she really loves it. Um, <laughs> True. And then uh, there was Richard Schickel um, from Life Magazine at the time said. Uh, you know, something that, that sort of summed it up for me, which was that it starts out to satirize, you know, this alienated uh, modern spirit of youth and then just completely gives it away in the second half. Um, and, th- th- and on top of that, at, 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 I, th- I think Dustin Hoffman's kind of a jerk in the movie. Yes. <laughs> you know, he's mm-hmm. kind of playing everyone, which I think was okay at the time. Yeah. Uh, but, at, you know, it, it, and and oh, this is something else to say about the movies on my list. These are movies on the whole that I probably haven't seen for twenty plus years, but have <laughs> left their scar on me. Aside from the last, the last one, which is actually, I've I've chosen a whole director's career, which is, mm, oh. uh, but um, yeah, but I just don't get his movies. I mean, his movies just don't make no sense to me. And I've tried and tried and tried. Um, but yeah, to yeah. keep listening. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's up next? Um, well, I'm going to stick with, uh, with Spielberg uh, on this ooh, one because ooh, it's one, okay. another one that uh, uh, kind of like, it, it falls into the same bucket in a way uh, that the prequels do. And that's uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, um, do you know what? Hmm. That is on the American. No, no, that's on the American Film Institute's top 100 movies of all time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And 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 it's to be fair, it's like I I can the the latter end of the list. But I was like, good lord, what end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) I I started going through and just making sure at the very least that Raiders was somewhere in there. Raiders is (laughs) way up there. Um, But your Temple of Doom isn't. Uh, Temple of Doom is not. Yeah, uh, which, the better which one. I, I, it, it, it is. The I will defend one. Temple yeah, of Doom. Sure. That's, uh, that's another. That's a whole other podcast episode. Oh, the, ones, you know what? the I, ones we will defend, right? I, I think when he freed the slave children was kind of one of the best punch in the air moments ever. Oh, <laughs> just fantastic! Really, the really tracking great. shot of him coming back, all right. beat to hell, but he's like, and the the lights behind him, and he's just like. The, the guy that's beating on kids, he's like, no, your ass is oh, mine. That's you great. Got it. You do not have yeah. one second, one frame like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I take that back. You do in Last Crusade in the beginning. The transition yeah. scene from Joaquin Phoenix as young Indy to when he's on the boat. When the guy gives him the hat and he looks right. up in the sector. That, but, you know, that's like Spielberg perfection. But, it's like, but there's no but, payoff. Right. No, not at so all. So you, 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 you've, you've had that sort of really exciting. You get on the boat, and the whole boat scene is just a limp. Yes. It, it just, it's not Indiana Jones. It, no. It's, it's not. It's what's young Indiana stop. Jones. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's so <laughs> poor, so poor. But the uh, and the other the, the the main thing I dislike about it is that it's just cartoony. The, I mean, the. I found it dull. I found it dull. I, I, I don't. Yeah. Well, that's part of it, right? The the, pre- the level had been set so much higher by the previous two that, uh, you know, and, and, you know, there were a lot of things that was like, oh, we're just trading this off for comic relief, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, it felt cheap. Like, you know, like the yeah. old uh, Roger Moore James Bonds. It, it, it just suddenly felt jokey with, you know, his father and Sean Connery and all that. And it, it completely didn't work for me. And it's not because I felt like the series couldn't, like, change tone, but... It, it change tone to something that works like like say for example if you had something like um uh you know fury road you have indiana jones he doesn't speak in the whole thing it's just him and, and you know <laughs> something like that i would i'd completely eat up um but but all, you know these quips and things and 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 because the, the first movie had a lot of menace and so did the second one right oh, like yeah. it, 
like, like you thought, how is he going to get out of this? Um, yeah. And you know, they, they, they raised the bar and it just, it just didn't work. No. <laughs> just it, it tonally, it didn't feel right. Um, I think the, the, the womanizing in, in Venice as well, oh, which was just, weird. Like, like, I don't even want to, it's, it, it just bizarre. It just, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and, and there's one thing about like having supernatural elements, which I think were kind of crafted into the story in the first mm-hmm. two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't like super in your face. Like, like you know, when they're tied up at the be- end of the, the first movie, they, they could be hallucinating, you know, you don't know what came out of it. There's some gas coming out of it. You know, what's going on. You, you could, you could, you can almost explain it away. Um, and in the second one, you know, it, it wasn't as as goofy as having a bridge what that you looked at from one particular angle <laughs> and 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 uh, oh oh my god or, or and then actually coming across a supernatural knight that had it, it just all of it all of it um yeah those those good guys the knights templar right <laughs> yeah yeah champions of the british empire yeah mm, uh, yeah <laughs> mm. i mean yeah there's so many things that are problematic but yeah most of it is just yeah it's just it's just kind of numb. It's just like, oh. And, you know, of course, it's the most popular, but people love it. And yeah, I just, well, I, I, I and I can't, like, I've tried to have conversations, and it's just like, no, it's it's like it's selling out the, you know, they like, it is right. Any argument I have off, it's like, well, it's entertaining. I'm like, it, it's not. But, exactly. but, but, you know, I, for, if, if, if you told me there's a movie with Indiana Jones where he goes behind enemy lines, he goes Nazi Germany, that you know those are the ingredients you need right there right. you know it, it 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 yeah it didn't it didn't i mean in, i tell you what's a better indiana jones movie than that uh force 10 from navarone with harrison Ford. <laughs> uh, that's more of an indiana jones movie than than yeah last crusade yeah <laughs> there's a reason they didn't make another sequel after that for a long time you know uh yeah and even you know and i'll, I'll like even then, of course, I saw it. I have never, I've never watched the whatever it was, Crystal Skull or whatever. Uh, yeah. I've never watched oh, it sober. Oh, you, you were. Well, yeah, I was going to say you're so lucky you haven't seen that one. <laughs> uh, so I had a good time with it, but I was also pretty trashed. So uh, right. So oh, I, I mean, I I had a better time with it than um, Last Crusade. Yeah, that's but, good. Uh-huh. but the CG really got under my skin. Um, you know, didn't quite work. Yeah. So how about you? What's next? Okay. This is, uh, this is a big one. Uh, Forrest Gump. Mm. Yeah. Just can't, you know, there's, there's no story arc in that movie aside from watching an idiot win the lottery again and again, <laughs> zero character development, the the most bigoted representations of race, gender, and politics. You know, anyone who's left wing is an absolute scumbag. Um, the Black Panthers just are are just such a caricature in that movie. Um, and then it won Best Picture in 1995 at the Oscars oh, yeah. against Four Weddings and a Funeral. Quiz show, the Shawshank Redemption, and Pulp Fiction. Jesus, it's just mind blowing. Um, and 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 to me, it would fall to the bottom of that list entirely. It, it, I wouldn't say it's not entertaining. It's entertaining. It's but it goes nowhere. It's 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 complete circle, right? <laughs> it, it 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 and 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 when you start looking at it more it's got these weird undertones you know that um i don't think you can get away with nowadays <laughs> it's 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 uh yeah i i i i i i, I mean, hanks is great in it for you know what he's given mm-hmm. but you know he he he's exactly where he is i mean literally at the start of the movie and at the end of the movie um it's 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 weird and and if you look at Zemeckis's career as well that was a point when i i would say sort of divides the early part of his career 
where he was doing some terrific stuff, you know, Romancing the Stone, Back to the Future. He he had he had all these 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 movies coming out that that it you know are good solid entertainment. I wouldn't say they're much more than that. And then after Forrest Gump, it it takes a dip. It, it he has has one movie after that point, uh, Castaway, which it's kind of gets close to what what he had before but the rest are all just rubbish <laughs> i mean this week actually to make it it it, it uh, up to date uh the new pinocchio has come out now i've not seen it but uh i watched the review from mark kermode and it was one of the more entertaining reviews i've seen in a while um you know it's one of these these disney cash-ins where they they remake the animated version mm-hmm. but they it's 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 almost like one for one kind of like the psycho that's what it looked like um, yeah. remake yeah and 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 which is so close that it makes you think well what's the point and you can't say it's pinocchio in live action because it's not it's not it's, it's still it's still animated it's 3d yeah. but it's still animated yeah um and then you got guillermo del toro's uh version coming up which is stop mm-hmm. motion which looks Amazing. terrific and yeah. and yeah and and uh mark kermode actually asked him you know um what makes your pinocchio different what what what's the point of yours and his answer was it's about death <laughs> <laughs> like sold i'm there yeah, right? exactly. what do you got next uh let's see well you know speaking to the uh the one where uh, uh very similar to what you were uh, your your grieve- list of grievances against Forrest Gump and the one that I can't stand out of his career, Jackie Brown. Ooh, really? I oh, really? detest this movie because of the praise it gets. Now, is it a good movie? Uh, yes. Um, but is it great, as great as people say? And there was an article this week in the freaking Guardian. Well, it was like, oh, it's underrated. It's time to revisit. I'm like, no, it's not. Because, again, there is a zero story. Every character you meet except one, and that is the magnificent Robert Forrester, uh, oh, is the same right. from beginning to end. They, ch- they do not change at all. None of them are impacted by anything that happens. None of them change anything that happens. The titular character is, and again, I love... Uh, you know, I love Pam Greer in that movie. Yeah, uh, and I, you know, I loved her black exploitation stuff as well. That's the always shot. She was great, but her character is there's no there's nothing to it. There's absolutely no, the only one that like learns something and kind of changes and 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 adapts and becomes something better. Or, you know, is mm. different from uh, the the Michael Caine thing where he would read the first bit of a script he was handed and then the last and if the character's the same he wouldn't bother with it because there's no point right. in it you know and that's and that's every character in that movie except uh robert forrester's bail bondsman there who's a you know obviously a key character one of the mains um and key to the action but the rest of it is just like to me it's pointless it's just like there's nothing going on there's no dynamism anything uh seems pretty much you know, even, you know, Samuel Jackson, as great as he is, it's just like, oh, he's supposed to be like this. And Robert De Niro is supposed to be like this. And so, you know, they're, they're hoods and they're not going to change. Right. So, but it's like, well, why focus so much on him? And, you know, kind of it's this great story because again, the main character doesn't change. She sets out, yeah. she's like, Hey, I need to get this. I've got this thing to get this money and do that. And she does. And that's it. Which is, is fine for like a, I don't know. You know, sort of a heist movie that it wants to be, I guess, or something, but it's not really. It just it rings so hollow for me. I'll, uh, I'll tell you the way that I see that movie is, mm-hmm. um, and I, I I like it. I like it. I, I and 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 for all the things around Pam Greer, Robert Forster, who both of which I I was really looking forward to them being in other good movies and no one picked them up, which is foolish, you know, uh, absolutely well, together, gutting. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Forster yeah, ended yeah. up doing a bunch of great stuff, but anyway, sorry. He did, but, 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 you know, not, not, uh, I, 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 I think, you know, in terms of, of, of having that sort of central role and getting that, that sort of widespread release. Yeah. You could yeah. find things that he'd been in. Uh, but uh, and again, you know, that that's another episode around underrated yeah. classics. Mm-hmm. Um, De Niro, I thought was, uh, quite an interesting character for De Niro. 
um, especially looking at where he's gone recently. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought that was quite a good performance. Um, but I'll tell you what it is, is, you know, thinking about like Wes Anderson, right? Um, it, we were talking about at, at how he sometimes he's at his best when he's less Wes Anderson-y, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And, 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 and for, for me, Jackie Brown is, 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 is the movie where uh, Quentin Tarantino isn't being overly Tarantino. Tarantino, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I guess that's something that sort of, of, of appeals to me about that, that particular movie. Um, and I, I, I think you can't think about that movie without, hearing the music as well oh yeah Um, yeah 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 which is which is is one of the better soundtracks i think or certainly up to a par with with uh you know his his starting soundtracks um but yeah that was interesting yeah i know that that that's that's a different way of looking at things um yeah that's what we're here for same thing the the the, the character arc thing um i don't know i I wonder why it got under my skin with forrest gump more than (laughs) (laughs) others um just gonna make a point and uh i've just lost my train of thought what did you just say (laughs) (laughs) who knows i don't even know anymore we can't rewind there's only fast forwarding there's no rewinding what year Uh, is it who's the president (laughs) yeah what year I'm like Michael Bean in the beginning of Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So in the interest of time, though, I do want to uh, I'll get on to... You want to uh, go on to yours? I'll go on to the next, my next to last one, which is Titanic. Which Oh, totally there again, with you. Te- again, it's that same thing like, uh, I would say, like with Forrest Gump. Technically, mm-hmm. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, amazing. The production of it, everything like that. And so, you know, despite what you think of... James Cameron or anything like that. He is, you know, uh, a very obsessed, very driven, very focused. However, (laughs) (laughs) that's a big, however, this, Oh my God, this movie, I just like, I remember seeing in the theater and like, I'm 20 minutes in, I'm like yelling out, sink the fucking boat. (laughs) Come on, get to the good stuff. I don't care about, (laughs) you're trying to make these points about, you know these like the, the you know like it's a, like an eighth grader writing a master's thesis on a class warfare. Uh, it's like oh these guys bad these guys good. Uh, you know, <laughs> a night to forget. Yeah, exactly. Much better. <laughs> oh yeah, a night to remember. Yeah, yeah, that's terrific. <laughs> yeah, a night to remember much better. Yeah, but a night to forget. I mean, once the action starts and that boat finally starts going down, that's great. Um, oh yeah, but uh, everything else is entertaining. I this, I, this I love story for sure. No, uh, no, getting up to that point. I mean, you know, I, I mean, again, I could I could spend you know two or three hours watching Kate Winslet read a newspaper at that time and be yeah. entertained. But <laughs> even then, it's just like, come on, the whole. I mean, it's preposterous. It's just it's supposed to be this thing. I think at its core, there's something about America and possibilities and living your own self or something like that, you know, Mm. sort of thing, but it's just so sloppily ham fistedly handled. Uh, I don't don't really buy it. (laughs) No, but they treat it as if it's all the same movie. And it's like, no, the core of that movie is this, the thing going down, the sinking of it, the breaking in half and you know, all that, uh, uh, the rest of it. Yeah, I mean, at the time, I remember thinking, uh, we we know because I had heard that it, it, you know you have to it's quite a ways through the movie before it actually sinks, and yes, you know, <laughs> we know that's coming. <laughs> we, we know it's going to happen. It's not a it's not a surprise. Yeah. Um. Uh, actually, just out of interest, since I've got it on the screen, so the year that it it won the Oscar for best oh, yeah. movie of the year, mm-hmm. um. It was against uh, as good as it gets. The Full Monty, Goodwill Hunting, and L.A. Confidential. Yeah. Um, Any of which of those I would watch more than once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. But Titanic, yeah. no thanks. <laughs> well, if I'm flipping the channels and it's 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 at a you know the bit where it's sinking, I might might. Ha- hang out for a little bit if, uh... yeah because again technically it's amazing right 
Yeah, yeah, no, 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 for sure, for sure. I, I, I get that. Um, but, and, and, and again, we grew up with James Cameron, and he just kept impressing and impressing. And this was not what I wanted to see next from him. No. Um, it, and, and, and again, sort of like Forrest Gump with Robert Zemeckis is, I think this was a turning point in his career, uh, yeah. and not a, not a positive a one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 it suddenly became a, this huge, all about spectacle, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're in an age now where you could, you know, eventually individuals will be able to create spectacles in their own home, you know, with with yeah. with artificial yeah. intelligence and all this stuff. So, so really, you gotta you're gonna be banking on your story to keep your movie relevant going forward. And I don't think, and, and I, I think at that time as well as that, that I, I hadn't really taken a shine to, to Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, especially in a leading role. I did like him in what's eating Gilbert grape. I thought that, mm-hmm. that was terrific, you know, as a kid. Um, but I didn't think that this, it, it, well, he's not Irish to begin with. <laughs> and, and, and again, it's 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 one of those those casting decisions where I think they could have they could have done better. Um but yeah. What do yeah. we know? What do we know? Yeah. All right, what's next for you then? Cool. Okay, so this is the I'm afraid I'm staying French and I it's it's not because I've got any I mean it's because I've seen a lot of French movies, I suppose. <laughs> um uh but but this is someone again who ends up being uh, on the top of a lot of lists, um, David Lynch has cited him as uh, being one of his favorite, um, but sort of similar to Gump, it, it's Jacques Tati, his movies, Ooh. and his stories. How dare you, sir? That well, well, bear with me. <laughs> that, that's kind of the, the the response I'm hoping to provoke. Um, his his stories again they have the flat character arc okay mm-hmm. um if you can even call it an arc is a flat line an arc i don't know maybe yeah, well, um the arc uh, of mr bean right and i like slapstick i exactly. do and um yeah. i think the cinematography is is really good and the weird kind of almost proto wes anderson hyper fiction world that it's set in <laughs> mm-hmm. um the poster art is great for his movies Uh, i don't know who the artist is but but they're terrific uh but for me um the single joke doesn't hit for me and it keeps repeating and it it just doesn't work again and again and again um yeah if you don't buy into the one that one beginning point you're not going to buy into any of it and they're not going to let you forget that exactly it's it's like stop hitting yourself stop hitting yourself um and uh david lynch mentioned uh mentioned uh monsieur hulot's holiday um Mm -hmm. uh as 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 like one of his all-time favorites and i I can't remember he mentioned sunset boulevard and various other movies um uh the apartment um and 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 all movies other stuff you were on board with I'm completely on board with, um, and, and, you know, David Lynch's work as well. I'm completely on board with his work, but, uh, this, 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 this loses me. And, um, in a similar vein, there's a a French cartoonist. I don't know if you've heard of him called Sempe, um, Mm -hmm. who I think is terrific. He does these single frames, uh, usually quite big, um, that in a single panel of his work, just says so much more to me than a Jacques Tati film. But I think they're saying the same thing. I, I, I you know, they, they, they are quite slapstick. They're kind of like a weird take on the modern world, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I find I, I, I can cope with that over the course of a single panel <laughs> on a page, <laughs> yeah. um, not, not for two hours. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, yeah. Going back to the introduction, it's like watching a ballet without music. It, it just bugs me. I just can't, can't cope with it. Um, I, I mean, I mean, I might try to try it more of his movies. Um, but you know, I, I, well, I just don't the, understand it. Uh, the holiday, uh, is supposed to be like the peak, right? 
So it's like, okay, we'll fire that one up. And then I'm, I'm with you though. And like, I felt like I, I was uh, uh, obligated to enjoy it. Like, right. it's like, Oh, everybody right. names this, this guy in these movies as this master craftsman. And it's like, uh, I'm like, I, I don't get it. I, I must be, I must be dumb. I must be missing something because I well, don't get it. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm exactly the same way. And, 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 and I know that there's something in it that, that, that I do like, but it's so buried underneath this banal flat jokes that, that I, I just can't get past it. But like, like, um, uh, who is it that did uh, city lost children, Amelie and all that, um, Jeanette and Carol, Jeanette, yeah. Um, yeah. They, they've mentioned him before, but I think they've kind of, and, and I, and I see a similarity there. So they've extracted something out of there and made something I like. Right. Yes. Um, Agreed. They've moved on. uh, You can see the inspiration. Right. Yeah. I see the inspiration and, and it's, it's so superior in my mind. It inspired them far more than it ever inspired me. Right. (laughs) And good on them. Yeah. Um, (laughs) What do you have next? Uh, so mine, this is my last one for the list and it's my, always my most controversial, um, and it's just a movie. I just, I do not understand why people, well, I do understand why people love it, but I can't stand it for what it, or all the praise it gets. And that's, uh, Michael Mann's heat. Oh yeah. Yeah. Heat is a boring movie. The characters are two dimensional at best and they're trying to be three dimensional and it's just, it's terribly written. It's just, it's just, I think people see the, the set pieces, which are great. Yeah. Um, yeah. The set, the set pieces and, are. And the cast, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the fact that he, you know, hired a lot of people that normally played uh, movie villains to be the good guys. You know, Wasn't it the first some... movie with De Niro and Pacino together? Yes. Like, like properly in the actually, same scene? Actually. Yeah. Actually in scenes together. Yes. Yeah, and so everybody's like, "Oh, they did the same thing with the Irishman." Oh, look at the cast; it's great. No, it's not. It's garbage. I'll tell you why: because it's boring. Nothing happens. Um, and I heat from Irishman. Heat, yeah. however, no. yeah, that's a whole other uh, Criterion Edition. My ass. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the, 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 but heat. I mean, it gets all this love. It's like, oh, it's so good. I'm like, no, it's not. It's supposed to be a heist movie. Or, you know, Cops and Robbers heist movie, and which, you know, you want to go French, they did that perfectly. There are so many good French heist movies oh, where it's about cops and robbers, too. Not just the thieves, but both. And, and oh, ah, that again, could be a whole other episode. But uh, this, it's just so, like, oh, it's just so, like, bad comic book, you know, TV pilot. Writing and characters that you do not care about. You, you, the only thing you care about is getting them in the same room together. Like, oh, but they have the scene together and it's so awesome. I'm like, no, you, you're only giving them that credit because you like those two actors and you want them together and therefore they can do no wrong. But get past that and there's nothing there. <laughs> I mean, again, the heist scene is one of my favorites. That bit is so well done. And again, because oh, I adore yeah. heist movies as well. And uh, uh, I'm like, okay, but you know, and that's usually the core of a good heist movie. But the thing is, usually have characters you care about or want to see lose or fail, or you see where they're going to get screwed up or tripped up or something like that. And then there's a fallout of that. Um, versus this, it's just like, okay, well, it's like it's like porn. It's like, okay, fast forward to the one good scene and I'm done. And I'm going to move well, on. It's like, we, we, we know where Michael Mann came from. So we had Miami Vice <laughs> yes. in the 80s, you know, and, and that has that held up? No, no, no it hasn't. It hasn't <laughs> held up. Um, actually, that's another that, that interesting thing about uh, uh, that weird transition period for the late '80s through the '90s, where television started trying to be cinematic. And um, to be fair, I think I think thing Miami Vice tried to do it in a very clunky way on a very low budget because television just didn't have the budget. You know, it was like, oh my god, this show's got a helicopter. You know, <laughs> uh, and then the the X Files did something similar as well, where you know mm-hmm. they started doing things that you used to only see in movies. Um, uh, and 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 now we're to the point where you almost can tell them apart. Uh, yeah. So a movie is 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 a couple of hours. Uh, what you see on television is going to be over the course of like like eight hours, you know. Um, but 
visually they're pretty much on a par now you know um but yeah michael mann heat i'm in complete agreement and again it was something where yeah you wanted to see de niro and pacino together uh because of their acting chops you know and you want to you you're, you're looking for a good story you're looking for some good dialogue between the two of them and it kind of it gets wasted in heat you know um they're talking about a sequel now you know that. i know that's the thing that's got me going I'm like come on uh. <laughs> 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 uh. yeah I, I there there's a yeah I'm, I'm i'm trying to think of a few others that i bring up in our dishonorable mentions at the end of this episode um we've mentioned <laughs> previously dances with wolves another oscar winner you know um i'm trying to think of some horror movies that uh got a lot of positivity that i thought no (laughs) no um well anything by rob zombie and i have a whole special tirade (laughs) queued up on that uh any of those are abominations he should be tried for war crimes at the hague oh Um, yeah yeah someone needs uh, to stop uh, him yeah (laughs) Uh, but, um, yeah, there's, uh, well, for, and for me, like for, for horror films, uh, giallo films, um, I mean, I'll watch a lot of them and I which, keep which trying ones? to find, uh, the Italian giallo or if I'm saying, oh, that. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just that style. It's just a hyper stylized, uh, Argento, uh, Bava first, Argento later, uh, thing where it just, and it becomes kind of a parody of itself and it's really just form over substance. And they're of course, brutally uh, uh, misogynistic and such as well. Uh, but, uh, those, and then like, uh, I'll go on like cannibal Holocaust. I cannot stand. Oh no. Cannibal Holocaust for a lot of reasons, but I think it gets far more credit and, uh, eyes on it than it deserves. Um, there's a certain part of like the horror fandom that thinks um, gore is horror. I've seen plenty of gory movies that were not scary and plenty of movies with zero gore that were terrifying. You know, mm-hmm. um, it it's kind of similar to employing special effects. You got to sort of think about, you know, the story and building the atmosphere and, and, you know, you go back to Rob Zombie, he, he doesn't build atmosphere. Wow. He assumes that that atmosphere is built by what she's the look and feel on the screen, mm-hmm. which I think he, he, he does pretty well, but he should probably oh, be yeah. a production designer and not a director. You know, um, I think that, that, that's where the problem lies. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's got no narrative sense whatsoever. So they, those are a few like in terms of horror that uh, I just, I, I just don't get, I just, uh, I, well, I suppose the other sort of category that I'd sort of bring up on this one are remakes that get lauded. Um, and what, what I mean by that is not remakes from maybe like 50 years ago where it's actually modernized and changed. It's it's these um, from foreign language to English oh, direct, yeah. you know, um, when the original was amazing and mm-hmm. there was no need for it but then uh all the credit goes to the uh the person who who, who made the uh the the new version um oh I'll, I'll add another one since you'd mentioned the spielberg stuff i feel like i'm obliged to throw one in there um and it surprised me over the years because at the time uh, it wasn't very controversial uh because i remember coming out of the film and Everyone I'd gone with, I don't know if you were with me, um, <clears throat> was like, meh, def, uh, um, and that that that's the Goonies, um, oh, yeah, which has got this weird cult following now. Oh, um, I think, yes, it does. yeah, it's a nostalgia thing. I think more than anything, but it's not a good movie. <laughs> it's yeah. it, it's just simply not a good movie. Um, you know. <laughs> Yeah, end of story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it had that. It's look. fine. I, yeah, it's fine. You know, for a Saturday afternoon, it's raining outside, and yeah, something you need something to watch. And there's nothing else on, and you're desperate and can't read. Um, yeah, yeah, go ahead, watch it. <laughs> yeah, go nuts. Well, and you know, being here in Oregon, you know, that's the core of the film, right uh, historical film center there, out at the out in Astoria, <laughs> on the coast. It's that movie. Well, it's well like, you know how to. 
everything to go for it because as you know, we're watching it, we're going like, oh, that looks like where we play and what we do, and we ride our bicycles like that, and uh, still didn't work. No, no, no. and uh, and I wanted it to. Yeah, I wanted it to, and I don't think it's any problem with the actors like i like i would say the first 10 minutes promised so much and i thought i like all these characters yeah okay mm-hmm. what what's gonna happen with them and it just yeah, yeah yeah and then you had i forget her name the the woman from throw mama from the train which is another great movie <laughs> mm-hmm. um but uh yeah just just really wasted really wasted just bizarre uh and that bizarre sort of cindy lopper tie-in at the time um yeah yeah nope nope uh and another one that i think is a fine movie from that same time that has over time got cult status is the lost boys as well Mm -hmm. which i think was fine yeah it's all right no i i I revisited that one last year and i liked it a lot more now after having some age and i think because at the time I was just more like, Oh, it's the pretty boys and all that, but there's a lot more going for it that it, you know, it has that like in terms of especially vampire stories that have risen to prominence since. Yeah. Um, uh, (laughs) uh, and how much basically, you know, I realized that uh, how much I identified with the frog brothers. I'm like, Oh yeah, that was us. That would have totally been us hundred percent. Um, you know, and going into fight, you know, and it's like, uh, it, you should give it a give it another spin. Um, it, yeah, it holds okay. it holds right. up really well, despite the the pretty boy thing and and uh, you know that it has, some... has been a long time. I mean, in, 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 I I I remember walking out and thinking, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, didn't Same. nothing 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 bothered me nothing otherwise. But yeah, I might uh, might give that another crack. I mean, I remember um, uh, about the same time though. Uh, Catherine Bigelow released Near Dark, and that yeah. just came out of nowhere and surprised me. And I, I really enjoyed that. Um, that surprised everyone. Yeah, such a complete. Uh, <laughs> but but it never got traction until I think she she um, she did the Hurt Locker and won her Oscar and all that. And people were like, "Oh, she did a vampire movie, really? Ooh, it's yeah. got Bill Paxton in it." Um, uh, I think it hit with uh, with more with home video kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's how I saw it, anyhow. <laughs> yeah, that's how I got to see it as well. So. Cool, cool. Well, we're coming up to the end of another hour. All right, so what have we learned? Three? What have we learned this what? time? Uh, <laughs> that we have reasons for hating things that uh, are completely justified. And you should totally listen to us. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> our fan fiction features <laughs> ET fighting. Forrest Gump to the oh, death. <laughs> no, no, the two of them just getting speared by like an alien and a predator, respectively. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That growl with the three red laser dots. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or it's Forrest Gump, but set in that world, so he keeps again the dumb luck thing. He keeps winning and surviving, even though he shouldn't. Yeah. And like the entire crew is dead, except for Forrest Gump, who's on this you know this spaceship, and, like still alive, but the alien's dead. Somehow he managed to kill it. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. You know that's what would happen. Oh, oh totally. You can't you can't hurt Tom Hanks. <laughs> I love Tom Hanks. It's America's cool. sweetheart. <laughs> and with that we come to the end. And uh, what happens next week? Only the shadow knows. What is this? I don't understand. Two oceans.